Welcome to the Disneyland Forever Podcast, your source for all things from the happiest place on earth. For more updates, make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Disneyland Forever, and you can check out our website, DisneylandForever.com. Hello again, it's Jordan and Daniel. And if it sounds a little bit different, we're actually, I guess you can say we're recording on the road this week. We're on the road. Not again. I don't it, know what you're going <laughs> On the road again. It's the first time we're on the road. We're on the road again. Please stop. <laughs> That's all about all I know anyway. Okay. Um, we're in Florida. Um, and so we are recording um, in a much more echoey room than we normally would at home. But I was going to say, why, would, why does it sound different? Are there alligators? You can hear how it's... Yeah, you can hear the alligators outside. <laughs> and the mosquitoes. That's just the ones that are chasing you. <laughs> yes. We, uh, this week, wanted to... We're mostly going to be talking about uh, what we think the future could hold, like maybe within uh, the next year, like 2023, or in the near future. Kind of like spurring off of our bonus episode last week when we were talking about Bob Iger's return, but also just other things in general. Some things that we think are likely to happen or likely to not happen, especially based off things that we've seen online and people talking about or people asking us about. But we also wanted to give a little bit of an update on um, our personal experiences with uh, Magic Band Plus. And so that will be those will be the bulk of our episode this week. Before we get going, though, I do want to remind everyone that if you are really enjoying what you're listening to, please keep those five-star ratings coming on Apple and Spotify. We really appreciate it. And um, if you feel so inclined, you can also take a few extra minutes and leave us a uh, five-star, or leave us a review, I guess, well, preferably a five-star review, (laughs) on Apple Podcasts, and then we will read it out on the air when we get those. So... Uh, make sure you're doing that, and I guess we will get started with what little news has broken. There was the big, big news stories with Bob Iger and Bob Chapek, but since then it's calmed down a little bit, which makes sense given that it was Thanksgiving. Uh, one major thing is an update on the progress that they are making on uh, converting the Paradise Pier Hotel to the Pixar Place Hotel. Uh, painting on the exterior has been continuing, and now you can actually kind of see uh, so that they've got more colors going up. The old hotel was just that beige. Yeah, beige <laughs> with some blues on top and now the paradise beige with starring blue. Starring blue. <laughs> now it's kind of like a grayish blue, I would say, on the side, but then it has like the traditional Pixar colors of, you know, red, red and yellow. Red, yellow and dark blue as well just like the Pixar ball that are coming up along the out on the sides of the building. So Progress is being made. Still no word yet on when they're officially going to be calling it the Pixar Place instead of the Paradise Pier, but it's progress, so we'll take that. Um, Another thing that people just started noticing this week at Disneyland is that it looks like they were... uh, Maybe it was just them testing it out, but they had a dedicated entrance at Disneyland for Magic Key Holders. It looked like it was off to the side of the turnstiles, so they were only like just scanning your... Uh, app or magic bands and then you would kind of go in through what would normally be a mass exit gate but um, this is something that they use in Walt Disney World the annual pass holder entrances and they can be very beneficial so I would be totally on board if that is something that they did more regularly for magic key holders 
Indeed. Um, that's literally about the only things that we felt were newsworthy. <laughs> There's a Strange World photo op in Tomorrowland, and... That's about it. Things. <laughs> this is as exciting as things have been this last week. So, uh, you know, it's not always big news stories all the time with Disneyland. Uh, the, we get big news bursts, and then we go a while without hearing much of Oh, anything. the holiday uh, decorations. Oh, that's right. I almost forgot about the Adventures Campus. Um, has joined in the holiday festivities. There's decorations around the Avengers headquarters there, and they have a new stunt show that is Hawkeye-themed. So it's, you know, since that's a Christmas, quote-unquote, um, series on Disney+, Plus, so you get to see what Hawkeye and Kate Bishop fighting off bad guys in Christmas sweaters. You're not going to yell that that's not a Christmas I think thing it's because of, like, Die Hard? I think it's more of a Christmas <laughs> series than Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I know that there's a lot of people that don't agree with that. This Have you even opinion. seen it? You haven't even seen it. You can't comment. I know all about it. I'm not saying that it's anything against the movie itself. This is just my opinion. Other people can have different opinions. It's fine. No, they can't. Um, So that, I think, is the last of it. Um, So we did mention that we want to talk a little bit. We had a whole episode a few weeks ago about Magic Band Plus. Um, And so you can go and give that a listen to if you want to know more about Magic Bands and what they do, what they're for. Uh, But this week, since we were in Florida, everyone... uh that I like some of my friends that listen to it who haven't been to Disneyland in a while. The, the question they always ask was, so what is a magic band? As I, I was trying to describe, it's like, kind of like a Fitbit looking thing or an Apple watch looking thing. <laughs> I guess we didn't bring that across. Well, like it's just, it's a band. It's literally a band you, that you strap on your arm and the magic band plus, which is the only one you can use it. Disneyland uh, has some lighting up effects on it, but that's all. It's not a fitness app tracker. It doesn't track your steps. No, nope. it's not. Nothing like that. Not that it's not exciting. that fancy. Yeah. This is our first time to Florida since they introduced Magic Band Plus, and we haven't been to Disneyland since Magic Bands were um, were introduced. And so this is our first opportunity actually using them and seeing how they how they work. We talked with through through like setting them up on on your phone and with your apps. And now we have, like, solid opinions about how we feel about them. I think our general consensus is we kind of wish that regular Magic Bands worked at Disneyland, too. Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> why, the, why they wouldn't be able to. Um, the Money. That's why they're not able oh, yeah. to. Mm-hmm. It was funny, because didn't you say someone was trying to do the bounty hunter thing with a Magic Band? Two. They were <laughs> like, trying to do it with the Magic Band. It's not working. It has to be. It has to be Magic Band Plus. Um, That's the Batu Bounty Hunters in Galaxy's Edge, by the way. That yeah. game. Uh, the we so it comes with the charger thing. We talked about that a little bit. Um, we found out that the charge lasts for for exactly twelve point two minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and it has to be charged twelve point two minutes before you use it. <laughs> Long story short, it doesn't hold the charge. It doesn't hold the charge very well, and so even if you're like, "Well, I haven't used it since I last charged it, and I made sure it was turned off," congratulations. Still make sure that it's I, plugged in, but which the I don't night understand. Before you were planning to use it, because when you mail it to you or you buy it at the store, it has charge, but like barely <laughs> any charge. Yeah, but literally, like the charge is barely gone anything when you, after you charge it. So. so just make sure if you're planning on using it. Make sure it's charging the night before you plan on using it, um, so it has plenty of time, and then it will, it should last you the day. But it probably won't last you more than one day without yeah. another charge. 
or obviously since it just has the USB uh, thing, you could use a portable you charger. You can charge it away yeah. if you want. Um, also, if you plan on doing like the Batu Bounty Hunters multiple times, that does drain your battery. I can tell how it would because it vibrates and uses a lot more battery power than it would otherwise. Then you might want to charge it during the day if you plan on doing that a lot in a single day. Yeah, so we did the Batu Bounty Hunters uh, yesterday. Yep. Right? And um, it's kind of cool because like, as you're walking along, it vibrates and turns green, and then the vibrations get... They get more, faster, yeah, the closer faster, you get. The closer you get. Uh, and then it blinks red and does a co- fairly constant vibration if you're not close to getting... If you're going the wrong direction. you're in the wrong direction. Which one of the times I swear I was going <laughs> every single possible direction within a 360 degree compass and it kept yelling at me and then I finally figured it out. And then there was a guy standing right in front of... What I did, it didn't even look like a door. It was like this weird looking <laughs> sort of door with one of the panels. You'll notice there's like light up panels next to him. So uh, that's I, what I your like, magic band's actually looking for. I was panels. like standing right by him and he's like, oh, sorry, am I in your way? And I'm like, well, I've been looking for this door well, for yes. a long time. <laughs> um, it's a pretty fun game. Um, but I would, I would still say like if don't buy a magic band plus just because you want to play that game. I don't think that it's worthwhile getting one no. just for the game. It's a cool, it's it's cute. If you already have a magic band, the game is super fun. One one th- so you get you collect these credits uh when you get the bounty hunters and then it kind of it tells you um like for the first one it's like, "Oh, you're you're starting out here, but you got lots more to go." With the there was a guest in front of us waiting to collect credits, and she's like, "So do you actually get like a prize out of this or something?" We're like, "No, it's just no. credits." That would be super cool if you got like ten thousand credits and you get like a little pin or something. So that would be fun. So I don't two know of the Disney Imagineer gods, <laughs> as Rope Drop would say, "Dear Disney." Yep. <laughs> Thinking about what but you could do with those credits. Trademarked. We can't do that. Uh, that's true. <laughs> Sorry, don't need to step on that. Yes. Yeah, so it's a fun game. That don't buy your magic bands just so that you can play no. that game because it's not that exciting that it feel that you need to feel that you want other things out of it. Um, we have not chosen to go to any of the nighttime shows. It does interact with the nighttime shows, but it has been kind of fun to see how it interacts on certain rides. There are certain rides that when you get off, it just all of a sudden turns on yeah, um, or like, starts like there's lights that flash or sometimes it vibrates a little bit. You may have seen online that at the end of the haunted mansion, it'll turn red and like beat like it's a heartbeat as you go past um, mini Leota. Yeah. Cause we're at Disney world and or little Leota, not mini the, Leota, little at the Leota. end of frozen uh, ever after. Oh, wasn't it the end? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. During the dirt when, um, during the ride. Yeah. When Elsa was singing, but then at the end too, it has the kind of cute little color, the pastel colors of Anna and Elsa. Yeah. You know, Cause it looked like, you know, it was like colors of snow flashing yep. around. So those are kind of fun. And like, I have to admit on frozen, it was like, it was this super magical event. All of a sudden you look down and you're like, our magic bands are flashing with, <laughs> with the music. <laughs> and it was really kind of fun. Um, and Walt Disney World has more like interactive features around the park or your magic band can turn things on. I'm sure Disneyland will be adding those shortly. It's kind of cool. It's, it's kind of a cool feature. Um, but I don't know that I would feel like, oh, this is a hundred percent worth the money. It's just more like, oh, it also flashes when you use, um, a lightning lane. When you scan yes. in at a lightning lane, it vibrates and flashes. And which is, just so you know, for if, kids. if by chance you forgot your charger or, uh, it's lost a charge, whatever, uh, it still works to get into the parks, 
uh, and to redeem your lightning lane, but it won't light yeah. up. So. Yeah, that won't. If it's dead, it won't light up anymore, but you can still use it to get into the parks and stuff like that. So you don't have to worry about Which battery power. Which is why plan. I'm so confused you can't use a Magic Band 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because that's the same thing as if it's dead. The reason that we're wishing that Magic Bands, other Magic Bands were available to we use at Disneyland. We have a lot of them, and they're cheaper yeah. than Magic Band Pluses, as we've talked about before. And more variety of characters, because yeah, they're, they are making more Magic all the Band time. Pluses. They're making more all the time. Yeah. So... I mean, this is, it may sound like we're just saying, don't buy them, don't buy them. It's just more like, understand that there's things you have to consider because this is kind of like an investment. Some of them are so expensive that you yeah. really have to wonder, is this worth it? We're assuming that they will do more, and if you want them and you find one that's cute, do it. But don't go crazy and buy 70 of them like we were doing with <laughs> Magic Bands 1 and 2. So, so just heads up there. Um, so that's just our little, if you want to know more about Magic Band Pluses, you can go and listen to our episode we did earlier, all about I think, uh, Magic Band Plus. And then this is just kind of a little, our extra few cents after we've had a chance to use them and compare them with regular Magic Bands so we can tell you what we feel is the benefits and like maybe not so great things about them. Um, but anyway, our main segment that we want to talk about is things that we think could be coming or could not be coming in the future at specifically Disneyland. I mean, we could talk about the Walt Disney Company, but that's a really, really big conversation. So mostly just about Disneyland, things that we think um, are on the horizon. Yep. This is all speculation. We don't have any inside knowledge. but Not one bit. This is just kind of like based off of what we've seen Disney do in the past and just our own thoughts where we think things could Because we were wrong with Tarzan's treehouse. We thought it would turn into <sighs> Encanto-themed. It would only make sense, and it would be super cute, and they didn't do it. So everything we're saying is like, <laughs> I see, I can see this happening, or I cannot see this happening. That doesn't mean that they won't surprise us. Because honestly, I never would have said, I see them bringing back Bob Iger. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. And here we are. <laughs> One thing that I can tell you um, that I see happening, there's... It's, it's been mostly about Walt Disney World, but um, people have been freaking out online because ever since Bob Iger um, returned, quote unquote, the prices of Genie Plus at Walt Disney World have been dropping. Walt Disney World has a very similar system, um, pricing system as Disneyland where it goes up or down depending on... Um, demand, I guess, or what they think is going to be demand from the guests. It does start at a lower price than Disneyland's, um, but apparently it has not been below $20 except for like the last week, and people are claiming that that's Bob Iger's doing. Could be. <laughs> I highly doubt it, though, because also today was not even that busy. I no. mean, it was hard to walk around, but no one was on any rides. How much was it today? It was $15. Yeah. I wish it was $15 over at Disneyland. Um, but there was no one around. And so like, this is not because Bob Iger is around. So I, here's, I, I just don't think that Genie Plus is is going to get cheaper. I think if anything, it's going to get more expensive, much more expensive. Yeah. We were speculating what would they do something similar to what Universal does for the front of line pass where it's going to be like. Fairly more expensive. It's a lot of money per person, yeah. but it becomes more that it's it actually works and it doesn't not, totally ruin the standby lines. Yeah, because not everyone buys it. Yeah, instead of having um, a few, instead of having everyone getting it, they get just a few people buying it, and so then it does. Like you were saying, it doesn't uh, interfere the, with the standby that much. That, that was the main problem with Fast Pass 
and as Genie Plus goes now, is that if you have too many people getting it, then everyone's angry. If you have, if you pay for this Genie Plus, the ride breaks down. There's some other problem. They're angry, and then the people in standby are angry because they have to wait so long, and they're like. They see all these people go past them, and they're just standing there. So the thing that worked out though with Fast Pass in that situation was that at least it was free. That is true. Because then, even if you're like, "Well, we're sitting here and having to wait an extra amount of time in the Fast Pass return line," it was free. But they you didn't would, pay anything. But they would give Fast Passes out like candy. Yeah, <laughs> I swear. they would. Like the time, the times that it would, you'd see the five or ten minutes or whatever go mm-hmm. faster would t- would not go that fast. So. Um, but again, people weren't that upset because you're like, right. I didn't pay anything for this. This was a free service. Well, and so it was even when it so wasn't long. Yeah. It was, and even though it wasn't working perfectly, it's like, well, yeah. I'm not paying whatever. Genie Plus, it's working worse than FastPass, yep. and now people are paying for it. Yep. And so that's why people are. Just, I don't blame people for getting really upset. Do we think the individual lightning lanes will go away, or I mean, they they are going away. As rides, like, get, are you saying like in that general, will no longer that? Yeah. Like if Rise gets to a certain age, yeah. that they just discontinue just that like for they did Rise. Web Slingers, right? Oh no, it's Web Slingers. Web Slingers, they took it away. Um, uh, that's hard to say. I I have a feeling they'll probably try to keep individual Lightning Lanes, but they might raise the price on those two. So say like, if you really want to just go on this one ride, you're going to have to pay pretty penny. Do you think that Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway will have individual lightning lane? No. Why? It's such a high-capacity ride, I don't think it's necessary. That's true. It's As you notice at Hollywood Studios, I mean, granted, it's been around now for a couple of years. But <laughs> Technically. <laughs> no, I mean, well... Anyway, no, it's been around for a couple of years yeah. even since the pandemic. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, I mean, even with that, it has a lightning lane. And it was a very, very popular lightning lane. But... The fat, the standby line still moves really, yes. really fast because it's such a high capacity ride. And so I was actually thinking about that if they would add an individual lightning lane on for that when it opens in Disneyland. Probably not. I don't think so. I think they'd be able, especially since they're saying they're opening it two months earlier than the rest of Toontown. And I think that's specifically to deal with that. We'll have to keep track of these prognostications we're making. <laughs> I mean, I could be very, very wrong. But I I think they're going to try and just open it. And I'm sure they might do boarding groups for a while, but I don't think that yeah, they'll last probably. that long. No. I think they'll do boarding groups. That I don't know that they'll to, do. Yeah, to quell the immediacy of trying to get on it. But um, do we think the park reservation system is going away? Everyone keeps talking about it. Bob Iger's going to save the day and save us all. The people did ask Bob Iger. He did a town hall meeting with a bunch of cast members um, earlier this week, and people did ask him um, what he felt about the park reservation system. And his response was he has not personally used it, and he does not want to give any opinion on it until after he talks with Josh tomorrow about it. So a lot of people took that as a sign that he will get rid of it. I am does not. Does Josh tomorrow want to get rid of it? I don't think. I don't no. know. Honestly, I'm one of the few people out there who I am on the fence about the park pass system, the park reservation system. I don't see Disneyland, Disneyland getting rid of the park reservation system, or at least not unless they come up with something to replace it, because I think there are too many benefits for them. Because I was talking to you about this before they had the park reservation system, there were days they didn't know who was coming. 
And so they would assume... We based think, on historical standards. Based on what has usually happened, we think today is going to be not busy. And so they, would, um, they wouldn't staff as many people. Because they think it's not going to be as busy. And then a ton of people would show up. Yeah, we would see the, the horror in cast members' eyes when they... They're getting pulled from everywhere and just like, we don't care what you're supposed to be doing today, you're going to be doing crowd control. And the park pass system eliminates that because they know ahead of time... First of all, we know it will only ever have this many people coming into the park. And we know beforehand, at least a couple weeks beforehand, we have an idea of how many people are going to be arriving. Yeah, and so obviously there's a legal capacity, the fire marshal places, mm-hmm. uh, which that was hit constantly pre-pandemic, uh, especially around All Christmas time. time. Um, and we experienced it randomly like in summer and stuff. So that was always a frustration. So yeah, that this the park reservation system does prevent that from ever happening. I wonder what the actual limit is. If the, if, it, if now it's kept at the legal limit, they were doing it during COVID because of California's very strict, like percentages of right. capacity. But, um, my main problem with it. And so I can only, I can foresee them keeping it. Uh, I would like it better if they would allow you to have more reservations at once. Or we were just saying mm-hmm. if, if they would do what Disney world does and uh, if you're staying on property, then that, those don't count against you. Yeah, that's what Walt Disney World does for annual pass holders, is that if you are staying on property, it does not count as one of your reservations on your annual pass. It's something extra. I think they should do that at Disneyland. Yeah, that would, I think that would help. Um, but I, I mean, I do understand that with the park reservation system, it really it makes it difficult to have like spontaneous trips. And I get that that's the people's number one concerns. And I do miss that being able to just say, I just feel like going to Disneyland this weekend. But I think on, yeah, on random weekdays off peak, I think you can get a park reservation that day. Yeah, it could still general, happen. So, um, But it's it's definitely still something you have to like check. Yeah, and, and there's a planning involved. And hope. And talking to some of my friends who have never been, uh, as I was saying earlier, just they're like, uh, so what is this? What You have to have a reservation? You have to do this? What's this GD plus? There's so many changes. That's. Mm-hmm. I think the, the one benefit of getting rid of it is that it would com- or get, be less complicated for people yeah. who don't know what they're doing. That is true. That is true. There's, what was the, was it at Disneyland or Disney World when you were hearing about uh, there was a girl that was trying to get in uh, and the, the parents were yelling because they didn't have a... Disneyland. Yeah, park reservation for just that one person. And that, that, that is super frustrating. But... I, this way, I know that people are really, really hoping that they'll get rid of it, and maybe they will. But I, I actually can foresee it happening in Florida because they've never had the, these sorts of problems like Disneyland has had. But... I, I just, I can, I can see Disney deciding to keep it at Disneyland for those reasons. I don't know. That's not me saying, oh, I don't think it'll ever go away. I'm just saying, I think that they... For the foreseeable. I sure. think that if they did get rid of it, they would actually just more like replace it with something and do some, like have another program instead. Or even, yeah, because they, they could have the magic key... Uh, pool from which you're getting reservations, but then they could just sell individual tickets, and then you know that you're going on that day, and that's like that's different because you don't have to, you have to don't have to make a park reservation. Maybe it could be something day. like that. Now, here's another question you had a really good insight on. Do you think that they'll get rid of the um, windows for park hopping? 
Like where currently oh, yeah. you have to wait until 1 p.m. to park up. Well, so the problem is <laughs> at 12.40 and 12.45, there's people who start gathering outside. Um, and then we were, we were kind of commiserating on it. Like, well, what if they got rid of it completely? You know there would be people who they don't have any availability at Disneyland, so they get a, Disney, a DCA one, and then literally a minute and a half later, they walk back over. That, that's not going to work because that will severely uh, clog Disneyland so that people who have a reservation, they'll just be like, oh, crap, we're, we're, we're too full. So one idea I had, I don't know if it'll happen, but this is to the Disney Imagineer gods. We can't say dear Disney, so what should we say? Yep, like, to the Disney Imagineer gods. To, the, to whom may concern it? Oh, to the Disney Imagineer gods. There we go. Um, what, I was, what I was thinking is they could have it be where the you can park hop at 11 if you are staying on property, Noon, if you have a magic key, or one as it still is, if you have a regular pass. I think that would really, really go a long way to helping with the crowds, too, that um, flood each park at 1 o'clock as they're trying to switch over to the other parks. It's mostly yeah. at Disneyland. Cause I, and I, I, would, I mean, I wouldn't want to disenfranchise people who are, are just pay, paying for the one or two or three days, but it seems like they often, if, especially if it's a one day, they just want to do one park. So well, I don't know if it would... Cause too many issues. I think it's mostly magic key holders. On, I, but I think we're the vast majority of people that just wish that we could park hop as many times as we yeah. want whenever we want because we're so used what to it. used to be doing. Um, but I think if they kept the park pass system, I think that would be a good idea. So, yeah, to the Disney Imagineer gods, be considering this. Do we foresee um, any major changes in lands? Um, well, there's the big question about Critter Country. Yeah. When they open Tiana's Bayou Adventure. I personally think they'll still keep it Critter Country, but it'll just be really tied into New Orleans Square. Uh, that's my personal thought. I think that's mostly because I just wish it would be that way. Yeah. I mean, there still will be Winnie the Pooh. Because um, they can't tra- change the whole land to New Orleans Square. It wouldn't work. No. So I think that it's more like it would just be like this really Winnie good Winnie the Pooh transition. starts getting a southern accent. And Howdy, y'all. <laughs> having, having gumbo on his ride. Yeah. There's Instead a, of honey, he likes gumbo. And there's no other room by Pooh's Corner, is that, like not even for a tiny attraction. Is no, there, I don't know what's right not. on the other side of there, but... There's not really any room over in that part of the park. I mean, they could do uh, more meet and greets like they do with Winnie the Pooh and yeah. Tigger and Eeyore, but I, but I just personally think that they'll keep Critter Country the same. Um, everyone's crossing their fingers about Tomorrowland. Yes. I think we thought they would actually talk. I'm about actually that at D23. surprised that they didn't at D23 bring up Tomorrowland. So I think that in the next couple of years, we're going to start hearing more and more about um, stuff being done in Tomorrowland. Well, because there's the the big elephant in the room of the uh, rocket rods slash. The people, people move track, track yeah. that's just an eyesore now and it has like weeds on it. I would even like it if they just turned it into like a permanent planter. Even if it was just like, yeah, we're not going to use it anymore for a ride, but we want it to be like, like it has a purpose and not just, hey, let's just all pretend that we don't see this. Yeah. <laughs> even that would, I think, be something big. And I know you were saying you'd heard about the like the codes because it, it would be it's up to code. It's not up to code. But... Even to retrofit it, I I don't understand how that like to do it back to people mover, but I guess that I guess they won't let it. It's hard to say. I don't know. So I, I outside of those two, I don't really see them doing any major changes to any of the lands because I don't think that they need them. 
like major changes, maybe like up plusing a few attractions or something like that. But my my question's always with uh, the the holdover part of Pixar Pier, or Paradise Gardens, is it still called? Oh, Paradise Gardens Park. Yeah. Uh, that one's that just a, gonna... we don't really know what to do with it. <laughs> Could they ever put like something themed better or I don't, I know. don't know. I think it kind of, at this point, I think it's just kind of working with what it is. Yeah, I guess. It's just, just like a just low, ca- low capacity, low excitement. We don't know what to do here. So here's, stuff. here's a couple other things to do. Yay. <laughs> Jellyfish that have nothing to do with Disney. Yay. <laughs> they could at least theme it like Finding Nemo or something. Theme, but yeah. Yeah. Have you be Dory and who knows? Do you think they'll ever build another hotel? Well, they had the plans to, but my thought is no. Scrapped. Probably not. I do wonder because um, there's that huge parking lot by Paradise Pier or whatever it's called. Pixar, yeah, Pixar Place, place now. Uh, yeah, I don't. They know. could turn that into another parking another. structure and then have some more land, but I don't know if they'll build another hotel. There's the problem with land. Yeah, that's the downside in Disneyland is that there is just not land <laughs> for stuff. So they have. Disney absence of land. Yep, there we go. <laughs> um, do you think that they'll that Disney? No, that's uh, never mind. I was gonna say, do you think they'll ever get that um, Eastgate project that they were working wanting no. to do with the bridge? Over, <laughs> Anaheim and, hates over them, Harbor. even though they need them. I don't get it. I I don't think I think that that idea has probably gone with the wind. A few years ago, they were trying to do this whole Eastgate project that was going to overhaul everything, like a about walkway your, and a walkway and new security area and a new area for shuttles to drop off, but that got. But that I got w- canceled by the. Yeah, I would feel canceled. bad for the for the small businesses over there because then their people would be bypassing them. So maybe it was for the better. Quite possibly, but I I think at this point this is something that Disney's not going to try and do. <laughs> we could get into like the nitty gritty. I don't think we should do this right now. But do we think that they're ever going to fix Indiana Jones and Radiator Springs Racers? <laughs> yeah, that's what we were talking about this with because Bob Iger may see the writing on the wall with like you know. Every major attraction at Disneyland and Disney World breaks constantly. You've got to have longer refurbishments. And I, I think I think people would be less angry about it if there was an extended refurbishment time, say six months or a year, for one attraction. Doesn't matter what time of year. They they've historically prevented or not done any major refurbishment during the summer or Christmas. I get it. But if it's just one attraction, even if it's your favorite attraction, there's so many others, right? Right now, as they do it, it's piecemeal, three weeks here, two weeks there. Or three and days here. Or Indiana three, Jones was down for three days. They're, but there's such glaring problems, not not only with like things you see on the ride, but I guess the ride system, I don't know. There's stuff that just doesn't work right now with so many, so many Disney rides. I hope that they really take the time to realize that guests... Satisfaction has been dropping at the parks. Well, and it, yeah, it, and they do what they can, and it's some, some simple stuff like this. Like, can you just get the rides back to what they're supposed to be? I was listening to someone talking about like, can you imagine someone who's used to Florida um, coming and riding Indiana Jones for the first time as it is now, and then being like, why does everyone love this ride? And you'd have to sit there and explain to him, well, well, here's there what used norm- to be this. Here's what normally happens: the snake used to come out at you, and there used to be, and the room used to move backward. <laughs> So yeah. that the boulder actually felt it was coming to And the boulder you. actually used to move. Well, then there's Disco Yeti at the Animal Kingdom. But, yeah, but that's um, a different thing. So I think those are just some of our main thoughts about what we think 
could happen. Maybe we're right. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe the Disney gods are listening and they... Disney Imagineer gods. Oh, sorry. The Disney Imagineer gods. Those are different than the Disney gods. Trademark Daniels Berry 2022. <laughs> so, who knows? Maybe they'll, Maybe we're completely on point. Um, but if you have other opinions about these things, which I'm sure you do, because these are, again, our thoughts, and I'm not saying that we know better than oh, everyone else. Another thing we were hoping, uh, maybe prices will drop in general or oh, portion no. sizes will come back up. I can see portion <laughs> sizes coming back up. I cannot see prices going down. Prices go up all the time anyway. I mean, so I do yeah, not think prices will be going down. Not not even a small chance. I think prices will be staying the same. Um, but yeah, you can reach out on Facebook or Instagram and let us know if you have completely different thoughts. And maybe you're actually, maybe your ideas are better than ours. And maybe if there's a few that would like, oh my gosh, genius, we might share it on online and then take credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, we wouldn't. Uh, awesome. But, you know, reach out, let us know. Facebook, Instagram, at Disney on Forever. Those handles are in the description of the podcast. Um, in the meantime... Uh, make sure that you're subscribed so that you can uh, get alerts every time our new episodes drop. And then also, uh, if you are starting to plan your trip to Disneyland, you can use the link in the description as well to book with our partners at Getaway Today. They're always really, really great to work with and uh, can save you a lot of money on, on your vacations. So uh, consider that. And is there anything else I'm forgetting? Nope. Okay, just make sure that you leave those ratings and reviews for us because it's super helpful when you do that. Uh, thanks, everyone, for following along with us. And this, we have a lot of fun, as you can tell, <laughs> doing this. I don't. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have a lot of fun. <laughs> but we will... This is a chore. <laughs> we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.